This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Twitter. Yeah, excuse I just need to address this. Just like when the, the media is out here saying, I cried watching you people. I did not cry watching you people. I said I felt the emotion and I had to turn away from the screen. I did not cry. Still Peyton doesn't make it that much better. Peyton is in here saying, actually, to be clear, Casey wanted to give Buddy an extension. That's facts. I recall that conversation. No, it's not what happened. No, you did. I said if he plays like this and he accepts the role, I'd have no problem being having Buddy here for another two or three years. Newsflash, he didn't accept the role, and he didn't play like he did. Yeah. So, no, the extension never was offered. Okay. The just, media, I swear. Just the media be, in the chatty house, boy, they – Man, okay. always misquoting. Jesse, just to be clear real quick, do you recall this conversation? I do recall. Kenny was ready to give Buddy a lifetime okay. ex- extension like Nike did to LeBron. Just ready to give, give him the Clifton Powell uh, <laughs> Contract of Excellence Award. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yep. All right. I swear, but I hate. It's, the it's media, our man. fault. Yeah. It's 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 our fault. I hate the media. I swear. Okay. I really Kyle, do. Kyle obviously joined us a little bit. Wait. Wait. Kenny <laughs> cried watching that movie. No. He did. I did not cry. He I did. felt the emotion. I did feel the emotion. I'm not. I'm not gonna go away from that. He was, I didn't he, cry. He no. was really moved by the scene of Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill in the car <laughs> listening to Kanye West. About them in the barbershop. That was pretty funny. Yeah, the barbershop was funny. <laughs> Set his ass up. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. Uh, that got a, good, a few chuckles out of me for sure. Um, and then, of course, he gets cooking on the basketball floor. I don't know. That one, I was like, well. That was pretty unrealistic. I was like, jeez, I don't think this would ever happen in life. Your, um, your question was what I thought of the Kyrie deal. Yeah, yeah. What you, what you think, like, first of all, in a, in a basketball sense, like, the Mavericks got Kyrie Irving. Okay. Starting with about? Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I think little of it. Um, I can't figure out what this does for Dallas. Kyrie is electric. He is capable of dropping 30, 40, or 50 mm-hmm. on any night. He's capable of averaging 40 for a month. Uh, he's also capable of tweeting something stupid or saying something stupid uh, and being off the team for a week. I can't – he's also capable of just taking a week off because he's bored mm. or tired. All of this is what comes with Kyrie. The thing that's undeniable is Kyrie Irving, the basketball player. Mm. So that's what I'll focus on. Kyrie Irving, the basketball player, with this Dallas Mavericks team, with Luka Doncic. I don't get it. I don't – I don't get it. 
unless they're playing, unless they're trying to form their own Kenny Caraway superpower, <laughs> they're just going to go try to score a whole bunch of points. They've thrown in the towel in every other aspect aspect of the game, and they're just going to go try to score a bunch of points. Mm. From a Dallas perspective, it's like, all right, you wanted a star. You needed a star. You literally never landed one. Hmm. You just did. Kyrie Irving, whether you like him or not, is a star. Kyrie Irving is a superstar on the NBA floor. From a Brooklyn perspective, kind of the same. For me, that team goes as Kevin Durant goes. Hmm. And as long as you have... Good, bad. I don't. I don't think you need a superstar like Kyrie Irving for them to be where they're at. I can see Brooklyn and Dallas both finishing this season exactly where they are. Hmm. I don't think Brooklyn, with Kyrie or without Kyrie, were was better than Boston or Milwaukee. I don't trust I don't trust the James Harden team in the playoffs. So you could have told me whatever you wanted to in Brooklyn, and as it pertains to Brooklyn and Philly, and I would have kind of rode with it. Um, but I, I think it's I, I I think I think the Mavericks maybe they, I think they've probably got a bigger plan here that they're hoping to execute. Um, but I don't I don't I don't see I don't see Nico's vision here. Hmm. When it comes to Dallas, I'll, I'll ask you this. Let's let's be perfectly clear. I hate the Dallas Mavericks. Make no bones about it. It is what it is. I just want to be clear. There's no moral to that. I just want to say I hate the Dallas Mavericks. And I hate the fact that Kyrie went to Dallas. You know, it works out for the Kings, I guess, because he could have went to the Lakers. The Clippers was actually a scary one for me. I was yeah. like, damn, they went to the Clippers. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, it works well, out. I was I concerned guess. about Phoenix. Phoenix is scary. I thought if he landed in Phoenix, like, uh, uh, I was – I was concerned about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Clippers was the scariest one for me. But I hate the fact that somebody that I love watch the, watching play the game of basketball is on a team like the Dallas Mavericks that I hate. I hate the Mavericks. I really do. So do you know that. Nico? You like Nico. Nico's good people. They hate Nico Harrison, their general manager. I don't know him. I've heard he's great people. Uh, my my old high school coach uh, knew him very well. Uh, he loved him. He, he loved him. So, yeah, I'm sure I'm, the whole organization is probably filled with great people. Hmm. Just don't like the Mavericks. So is it the that. city of Dallas that you hate? I've never been to Dallas. Um, Dallas did give us uh, Errol Spence Jr. That's one of my favorite fighters in the game right now. They also did give us the show Cheaters. So I got to show respect to what they have produced. But I don't like someone, the Cowboys and I don't like the Mavs. Someone said – Kyrie Irving was going to spend his off days with binoculars and a protractor out there on the grassy knoll. <laughs> and that was one of the funnier Kyrie Irving tweets that I read. <laughs> he was just going to be standing because they got a, I think it's still there. They got an X where, where the, where it happened. Uh-huh. So they said he was just going to be out there just measuring everything and making sure everything was on the up and up. <laughs> <laughs> Which no one listening to this can go. That's dumb. Kyrie's not going to do that. Everyone's well, going. Yeah, er- everything. Yeah, well. Everything is an option with, with Kyrie Irving. That's a show coming to Netflix next year. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'll ask you this about the Mavericks. Okay, and I'll answer and right can, after the yeah, break. Yeah. What's the What's the difference between Luca and Kyrie Irving and Luca and Jalen Brunson? 
Okay. I'll answer that question uh, when we return. We want to hear from you as well. 916-909-1320. It's Steve one KC here. Oh, there's more we got to talk about. We haven't really talked about Steph's injury, what that means for the Western Conference, what that means for the Golden State Warriors, and with all due respect to Steph and his greatness, mm-hmm. what that means for the All-Star game. We've got all that coming up and here. And people are asking about it like crazy. Yes, we will talk about John Morant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about John Morant for sure. We do that when Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320. Big thanks to Will Z for joining us earlier today. Big thanks to Lindsey Harding, King's assistant head coach, uh, King's assistant coach, Uh, for joining us here uh, today as well. If you miss any part of the show, podcast is a great way to catch up. Uh, Whatever your favorite podcast platform is, Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, whatever, we're available for you there. Of course, you can uh, watch the show uh, in its entirety and in edited form over on uh, youtube.com slash ESPN 1320 as well. We're not done, though. James Hamm is going to join us uh, at the top of the hour, and we will get you ready for the Sacramento Kings and the Houston Rockets. Uh, First of two here uh, in Houston, second night of a back-to-back uh, for the Sacramento Kings. They don't fare too well when they're playing a team mm. on the second night of a back-to-back. So hopefully, uh, for all of our sake, they'll fare, fare better uh, being the team on the second night hopefully. of a back-to-back. This is um, the weirdest thing ever. I want to get back to Kyrie and your question, but first... Want to grab uh, our brother Mitch here? 916-909-1320. What's happening, Mitch? How you doing, Damon? Casey, how was your little vacation? Did you get some uh, crab cakes? I did not get any crab cakes. I had some, uh, I think it was salmon cakes. Oh, they were bomb. I th- it was like somebody made them, though, out there. Oh, my gosh, it was so good. It's delicious. You should have tweeted me earlier, man. Maybe I, I would have just went straight down 95. You would have you would have pulled up to Baltimore for me, hey man, Mitch. Now, it was cold. Now it's security guard. Now it's a couple of security guards. That's for sure. <laughs> right? It's a sad world. It really is. 
Mitch, All right. what's, what's on your mind? <laughs> uh, Kyrie, he's like the Elizabeth Taylor of basketball. I got to bring that. I mean, she was gorgeous in her hate time. I, I can see why a lot of guys been knocking on her door. And, of course, she answered a few times. This guy, he's, he's going to be on 18. This is going to be his 14. This is not his last. I was hoping that that tease there, Damon, you were saying that they, the Dallas came to their minds, their wits, and nullified that trade or trade him to somebody else. He should be traded to the Detroit Pistons because all he wants to do is shoot the ball, and he's like a he's like a delinquent. He only shows up <laughs> half the time, and he doesn't even care about the money. <laughs> Jesse's had enough. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, Primo, Kyrie. Jesse, Jesse just hits the fade like it's the end of the record. Just fades it on down. Mitch is he's uh, man. I don't. I'm, I'm a big Mitch supporter. Um, Elizabeth. Taylor. I, there was an Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. I don't. I Kyrie don't. is Elizabeth Taylor. Why don't we go back to your question? <laughs> Why don't we go back well, we to may, We may answer some of Mitch's questions when we talk I right truthfully now. Don't, I don't remember what Mitch's questions so, were. So what I asked you yep. before the break, I said, what's the difference between Luka and Kyrie and Luka and Jalen Brunson? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, first out the gate, I think Kyrie's more skilled than, than, than Jalen Brunson is. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's a better playmaker than Jalen Brunson is. Um. I mean, he's just. A, I just think he's a better basketball player than Jalen Brunson is. I, I only, and, and, and like I again for those who I think Kyrie is elite. He is a, a, a superstar. Jalen Brunson is very very good, but I think Kyrie is. I just think Kyrie's a much better ball player than he is. I, I only bring that question up and I use that because I mean my thought if I was trying to make an uh, an argument for why to do this is they're trying to recreate what they had last year with a better player. Okay. I, I I got you. So there's that. Now here's the here's where there there's a problem with that. Okay. You essentially don't have uh, Spencer didn't start. He was like the sixth man. But let's just say three key players trying to recreate the the same formula. You don't have Finney Smith anymore, who was a big time defender for you. You don't have Spencer Dinwiddie, who was coming off the bench and balling for you. And you don't play Reggie Bullock anymore. So you're trying to recreate what you did last year, maybe with a better player than Jalen Brunson, but you don't have the same pieces around uh, Luka and Kyrie that you had last playoff. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's a, a, a wash. And if we think that Dallas overachieved last year, mm-hmm. then, you know, they're, they're, I mean, are they closer to, to, to what they are right now than what they were last year? Uh, how much better? Like they're not playing defense, right? No, like we've just—they're going to we, be horrendous on the defensive end. So you're you're going to rely on your two scores to score a lot. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie and Luca may very well average thirty apiece uh, for the remainder of the season. But that's the only way I see them. I can see them continuing to win games at the rate in which they are. But I don't. I don't see a. I don't see a run. Like I need. This is going to say. I need to see it to see it. I can't envision it. I don't have the imagination to to see how this Luca Kyrie thing works in Dallas. I don't have the imagination for it. I'm going to have to actually see it and see it be sustainable uh, for a couple of games to really believe it's going to work. If it's just the two averaging 30 each, I, I can see that. 
But I could I could also see them, you know, giving up 130. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I don't I, it, it does. It didn't it doesn't put any as from a king's perspective it does not put any fear in me at all. No, nah, it doesn't for me either. I mean, the, and, and I see them both. Right. Because Kyrie, like I, I feel like I look at Kyrie differently than than most. Maybe not as a basketball, but he's he, he's a problem out there. You know, in a positive way. Like you, you got to deal with Kyrie and and Luca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a problem, and they're, yep. they're going to be a problem for 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 a lot of people if they're both cooking. But I also look at that squad and I say their defense is going to be completely non-existent, and the glue guys that they have around them. I know they like uh, Josh Green a little bit. He's he's doing some good stuff, but they don't they don't have enough around those two to do much of anything. And Gwitty Cube, I'm gonna just use his comment because. He's, he's not the only one that said it, but it's the latest one. He said it's kind of like our Kings. I disagree in the sense of the Kings, while, yes, they're pretty much like all offense, no defense right now, there's a system in place for their offense. I guess you could say there's a system in place for the Mavericks, but it's really just two guys going one-on-one, taking turns going one-on-one all the time. There's a system with the Kings where you can't zone in on Sabonis. You can't zone in on Fox because if you do that – then Keegan's going to get open looks. Need him to start hitting some well, shots. Once upon a time, those guys who got those open looks used to hit those right, shots. Right, right. But you got him. You got Malik Monk coming off the bench. Kevin Herter could do work. Harrison Barnes, remember when he was scoring like 21 a night? He could do some stuff. Good old stuff. days. I remember yeah, when he, he was shooting more than three times per game. Right, too. Trey Lyles. Might, like there's more dynamic weapons as a whole for the Kings yeah. than there is the Dallas Mavericks, where it's really just two guys that you got to worry about. I know Christian Wood, yeah, maybe you got to look at him too, but he's – He's not gonna kill you, so yeah. There, there's that. So, so much. There's a couple. Other, so, a couple other things. We got time. Joe Sy. First of all, let's let's go in chronological order. Okay. Joe Sy's contract offer. I thought that was I. I don't blame Kyrie. Yeah, I don't either. Get me out of here. Like you're not being serious. Matter of fact, Jesse brought it up. Probably did them a favor. So, like, you aren't serious. It, it, I'm going to leave at the end of the season. You can trade me right now if you like and get something for me. It It's one of those it, – when I when I read, like, the details of the contract with the championship clause, like, all of these different things in it, and, like, they know Kyrie's personality as well. It's one of those contracts I think they put together that they can tell Woj and Shams and Chris Haynes and everybody, no, we, we had a contract. We had a four-year contract hmm. extension for him. But they knew – all along, he was going to turn it down. Mm-hmm. They knew they they made him you know say they make him an offer he can't refuse. We're going to make an um, an offer <laughs> we fully expect him to refuse. <laughs> right. And when it's over, we could say we tried to extend Kyrie. We had some parameters, and there is a there's there there are people who say I don't blame them for establishing parameters for Kyrie. Look what happened this year. I don't blame them for establishing uh, parameters with Kyrie. Look at the times that he's just uh, taken off and taken away from the game, and 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 they can they can save face in that regard and say that they did it and keep it moving. And Kyrie would know. Psh, I, I'm not accepting this. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm accepting this deal. I do blame them for um, those parameters in that contract because that is completely I mean and like you said they never wanted to sign him anyway but for the people who are like I don't blame him. look at what Kyrie's done in the past that is not what that contract is the the problem that people have with Kyrie is you can't rely on him and he might not play he may not show up he could play all 82 games 
in the entire playoffs, and that won't matter if they don't win a championship. That's what that contract said. Like, it's not about him showing up. If you wanted to put a game clause in there, that would be a little more fair. Wasn't there a game clause in it? That might have been part of it, but oh. the reason why it didn't happen is because the, the championship, championship clause, <laughs> which, was, which was one of the wildest things I've ever seen. Absolutely crazy. That's the problem that I have. I don't have a problem with a game clause. I do have a problem with the championship clause. Like I said, Kyrie. That was sh- almost the ultimate he's not going to take. This. No, no. Because And it's not even Kyrie. No agent is going to accept that no. deal. That's crazy. Talk. Like I said, Kyrie could play all 82, play every game in the playoffs, and if they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, he won't get the money that he could have got because they didn't win it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. So I don't blame Kyrie. Now, Joe Sy is saying, and he didn't say it, but the reports are he didn't want to trade Kyrie to the Lakers mm-hmm. because that's where Kyrie wanted to go. Got to be honest with you. Don't have a problem with that either. No. <laughs> I don't, I've been on these airwaves, and I've said it on Twitter a number of different times. I'm not – that's maybe – Maybe I'm just not a good owner or anything like that, but I'm not just going to send a guy wherever he wants to go if he's being a problem for me and if I got a problem with with that franchise. We always talk about Kings, Lakers. I wouldn't have traded DeMarcus to the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I would not have done that. Maybe I'm too close to the situation, but if I was Vivek at the time, no, I'm not approving that trade. Find another trade somewhere else, preferably in the Eastern Conference, but definitely not to the Lakers. I appreciate that level of pettiness. Uh, that's 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 spectacular. So, but I'll, but I'll ask you this: based on what we know, we don't know everything. I feel I feel like we've we've got a pretty good picture. I think, and maybe I missed it. I think the only team that we didn't get a leaked deal from who was actively involved in this was lost the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think we got the Clippers for Kyrie deal. I don't even know what they had to trade. But it, maybe that's why we maybe like, hey, we'll just keep this private because you don't <laughs> want this public. But did the Brooklyn Nets and Joe Sy and Sean Marks and everybody involved did they get the best return for Kyrie? Feels like they did. I mean, I I think Max. Now, obviously, again, again, the the trade is not done. They're trying to turn Spencer Dinwiddie into. Fred Van Vliet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know how realistic it is, but it's it's out there. Right. I like um, in 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 the chat. I'm not going to mess with my man G's name, but he said the Spurs refused to trade Kawhi to the Lakers or Clippers. Yeah, good job, Pop. I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't blame him at all for that. Um, but when you talk about this particular deal, I feel like they it also coupled as the best deal available. The Lakers, I was Russ in the deal. I think Russ. Yeah, I think it was Russ in the two picks. And wasn't it uh, Christie and Reeves as well? No, that's who they wanted. I think that's yeah, who I they heard, wanted. Because I, I thought I heard that they were willing to give up Christie and Reeves. Like the initially, it was like, no, we're not giving up those two. That's the reports they. Oh, came I thought out. that's. A, I thought I read that's who Brooklyn wanted. Yeah, that's who they wanted. And initially, I thought I could be wrong. But I thought the report was they were unwilling to give up um, Christian Reeves and the picks. And I think earlier this morning it came out, no, the Lakers were willing to give up whatever. Mm. And Joe Sy just did not want to deal with them. I don't have a problem with that. Now, it matched up with I think the Nets got the best deal that they could have 
even with the pettiness of Josiah. So it worked out. But I understand people's point of view of like, hey, you're gonna if the better deal, the way better deal was the Lakers, you're gonna let that get in the way of doing what's best for your franchise. I'm losing Kyrie Irving anyway. I might as well. But I still, yeah, I, I mean, Brooklyn it hasn't ascended to Brooklyn. To me, wasn't any more or less a championship contender today than they were Friday. Uh well, yeah. I mean, I disagree. I think they're less. Okay. They may not have been a championship contender to begin with, but I think they're less. They got worse for this year. Uh, okay. I, I just don't think they got that. Fine. They didn't get that much worse. Um, I like Spencer Dinwiddie, though. I do like Spencer. I don't think Brooklyn does. I think <laughs> it's not what it appears. Like I, the, the, the report started this morning. That they they were going to try to move Dinwiddie, and then during the show we got the the reports that well the deal's actually not done, and Brooklyn is 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 trying to turn this into a three team deal so they can move Spencer Dinwiddie as part of this trade, and that's where the the Fred Van Fleet report came in from Mark Stein. Mm. Yeah, which I, I guess it just it brings up my confusion about the Toronto Raptors, uh, but this isn't Below and JC in Canada, so we'll deal with that a different day. <laughs> Um, one more thing because I I really do want to transition to the John Morant conversation but I want to know what you think gotta talk Steph Curry too Steph Curry as well I want to know what you just what you make of this this whole scenario I listen to a lot of people talk about this deal right and read tweets or whatever and media members and fans really don't seem to like Kyrie and they talk about how he's unreliable. You never know what he's going to do next. They, they fall short of saying he's, you know, just the worst thing you could have on your team. And granted, some of the, some of the things are wrong. Like he is a wild card. I get that. But the people that cover and watch the, the Kyrie Irving in the league seem to be on the complete opposite of the players that have played with them and play against them. Does that, what does that say to you? Like the people, the players that played against them and played with them. Like we talk about Boston, Jesse, you saw it. Those guys love Kyrie. Yeah. Tatum's still pretty close to Kyrie and stuff like that. Yeah. They love Kyrie. The people who, and it's almost universal throughout the league. Maybe I don't know if they'd want to be his teammate or not. Maybe that's the difference. But they love Kyrie. The people that cover the league and watch it, they think he's the worst. Uh, I don't. I don't think that that's true. I don't think people who cover the league think that he's the worst. I think there are really loud people who have influential voices who think he's the worst. Mm-hmm. I think. I think ninety percent of what Stephen A. says about Kyrie, you you were letting me in on the bit that happened this morning a little bit. Kyrie, uh, uh, Stephen A.'s take on Kyrie has always been offensive. Because it's like, what did he do? Like, why do you take this so personally? The, the, some of those guys on that network go from covering a story that's happening to creating some some sort of personal vendetta. Like, I don't. I think my biggest hangup with Stephen A. I'll never get over him essentially channel, challenging Kevin Durant to a fight when it, when, when he told Kevin Durant, "You don't want to see what this looks like. You don't want to cross me." Like, bro, don't. Like you're you're a television personality. 
You're talking to one of the greatest bats. So I th- the point being, there's a there's a disconnect between players and virtually everyone else, whether it's media or it's general managers or it's owners or whatever. There is a a a, a, a disconnect with the fraternity if you that is players. Mm-hmm. And so hearing that stuff about Kyrie, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I don't know how accurate all of it is. Mm-hmm. Like you use Boston, like it's really cool that Tatum and, and, and Kyrie are cool. I don't know that that sentiment runs through the Boston Celtics organization or yeah, the, no, or the Boston don't... Celtics roster. I, I don't know. And I don't have an answer to this. I don't know what it says. I'm just like, posing the question because it seems like the the players really like him. I just I don't know I don't know what it means. Okay. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Like I I I I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I feel like outwardly very few players have ever said anything bad about DeMarcus Cousins. Mm. I know DeMarcus didn't get along with a lot of his teammates. Mm-hmm. Whether it was in Sacramento that thing in New Orleans, they've really let that situation in New Orleans play out and made it look like it was nice. It was not. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't. And But they've all kind of protected that and kept that quiet. It doesn't, I guess to answer your question, it doesn't mean anything. Because mm-hmm. I, I think players, to a certain degree, of course, new media is in place now, so it could be different. I think players, for the most part, protect players. And I do think players, to a certain degree, keep a lot of things in house. Mm-hmm. Uh, reporters, Snoop, reporters, you know, do their do different things with front office people, and 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 certainly those guys have relationships with players as well. But I think I I, I think absolutely nothing it, of that. And I I, I understand what, what what you're saying there, and I think there's a difference between keeping things in house and love. Like I'll even I'll even like say something like Draymond. Right, and it it almost gives me pause because I don't know Draymond. I'm not around him that much, and while he irritates me, if you look at him around the league, man, these dudes be dabbing up Draymond, showing him love, like yo, after the game, Dray, man, it's great seeing you. Like they show him love, so that makes me like, wow, maybe it's something it's I'm missing. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, maybe it's something that I I don't know about. Or maybe behind closed doors, he's he's a great guy. Not to say he's the worst guy outside of closed doors, I guess. I don't know how you'd say that. But he rubs me the wrong way from a distance. But the people that uh, are with him on a regular basis, they seem to love Draymond Green. So I look at it like, well, I guess maybe I'm just off. Maybe I'm completely off. And I kind of feel that same way about uh, Kyrie. Because it's it's, it's it's not like uh, we're just going to keep family business, family business. Like Tatum loves him. Tatum. Now, some of it could also be, He's old enough where somebody like Tatum watched him play, mm-hmm. watched him grow up. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain level of admiration to Kyrie's game and what he meant to some of these guys growing up that they bring with them into the league now where, you know, yeah, he'd be tripping sometimes, but he was like one of my favorite players when I was in high school. You know what I mean? There could be something like that going on as well. I don't know. Okay. Just something I thought about. No, that's and 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 that's a fine thought. None of that influences how I feel about the trade or what it means for Dallas. I'm 
I, I, I my, my initial reaction that we talked about, um, as we talked about last week is like destinations, mm-hmm. you know, before the deal was done, I was more concerned about Phoenix because I saw a situation where Phoenix could make a run with Kyrie. And I was concerned about the Lakers because I thought, well, if you're just offsetting contracts, they might be able to string some things together. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to look at teams outside of the top six finding their way into the top six, right? And who gets knocked out of that? Obviously, Sacramento is in that conversation. Dallas is in that conversation. And the thing that I don't think the Clippers are, right? The Clippers aren't in that conversation to Mm -hmm. me. So it came down to Dallas and Sacramento. And him landing in Dallas to me, which at the time, and I think they still are, Dallas was a top six team. Mm -hmm. Cool. Phoenix didn't get better. The Lakers didn't get better. It's up to Sacramento to go out there and and, and win games. And this is going to be – this series holds the same exact weight, this weekend series. Now, the Kings got to take care of business tonight. But this this series on Friday and Saturday holds the same exact weight that it did uh, last Monday as it does today. Absolutely. It's a big one. Big it one. is. Uh, and we'll talk about it. Uh, with James Sam, there are there, there, there's more we got to talk about. We, we will we've got to talk about the job thing as soon as we get back, yes. uh, and then we'll get to Steph, the injury, the All Star nod, uh, what that means uh, for the Western Conference, and of course your Sacramento Kings. And we'll do all of that when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN thirteen twenty. <laughs> D'Lo and Casey. D'Lo and Casey continues on ESPN thirteen twenty. So we'll let the radio audience in on the on the bit. We'll ask James Ham what's going on with Keegan Murray. And if James says he's hit the rookie wall, I'm getting up and leaving. No, you got to go gritty in front of Stacy's office. I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> I'm getting in my pickup truck that Kenny dreamed about, and I'm leaving. That was a wild dream that night. That was a wild dream. Was... Keegan was rookie of the month. I said Keegan was rookie of the month in January, and his John Bull pulled out. Yeah, he was rookie of the month in December and January. It's February 6th. The rookie wall seems to strike every time he plays bad. That rookie wall hit him on, like, November 10th. Boy, god damn, he just head first into that damn rookie wall. You know, the, the, that college schedule just isn't it's, the it's same. It's just not the same. I mean, he, you know, he's just playing, well, you know, twice a week in college. He's just really getting to these guys. Uh, James Ham's going to join us at the top of the hour. We'll talk a ton of Kings basketball uh, with him. Want to talk uh, a little bit. Kind of, <laughs> it goes back to something we were talking about last week. Because we told you Ja Morant needed to calm his ass down. We said it first. And the NBA has concluded, Ja Morant, you need to calm your ass down. Mm. You need to calm your people down. This the, story is wild. This is nuts. The NFL investigated the NFL. The NBA. Like the NFL story. <laughs> it does, but the NFL wouldn't have investigated it. Uh, the NBA uh, investigated a, a post-game incident after – was it the Pacers, the the, 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 the Grizzlies and the Pacers? And it involved it, it, the Pacers personnel uh, and, and people of uh, Jaws' group, entourage, crew, people that are around him, mm-hmm. uh, apparently got into something. And 
Pacer personnel said, I don't mean to laugh, it's not funny, that there were like lasers being pointed at them out of an SUV. Mm. And they legitimately, according to them, feared for their life. This SUV had job, is it was job Morant was in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some saw this as a, a sign of intimidation. Some saw this as a threat. Some saw this as a variety of different things. And while the NBA said they were unable to corroborate that part of it, mm-hmm. they were able to corroborate enough that there were some bans issued at the FedEx Forum to some people that are a part of Ja's crew. Now, Ja has since tweeted, and as usual, you know, it's it's the media's fault. He's, he's like Kenny Carraway out here. It's the media's <laughs> fault, uh, and none of this actually happened. It's a non-story. And the, the official tweet, ja Morant, at Ja Morant, did an investigation, seen they were capping. Still let an article come out to paint this negative image of me and my fam and ban my brother from home games for a year. Unbelievable laughing emoji. Yeah, apparently the, the NBA didn't think th- uh, that story was capping. No. Ja, and I, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm very – I think you're the same way. I'm sensitive to the plight of the black athlete and their friends and their family and how they're perceived. Very sensitive to it. But like we said last week, Ja needs to stop all of this. Ja <clears> – <throat> Let's just, I'm just being real, Ja. Like, you can't, I'm not saying that, I don't know what they did. I don't know what happened there. I, I, I don't know. But, Ja, you can't, you, you say it is these things and these things happen, and then people are able to bring up a tweet when you talked about what he, he told somebody on Twitter, uh, it's, feel, it's free to fill hollows as well. Mm-hmm. Like these things, your your man's came on the court. Your your father came on the court a week before that. Mm-hmm. Like these things aren't just happening out of nowhere. People aren't just making up the entire thing. Specifics about what happened in that story. Once again, I don't know what's true. I don't want to say they they did it or they didn't do it. I don't know. But these situations continue to keep coming up. Like. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But that's a pretty crazy thing, like to say for a Pacers personnel to just come up with out of the blue. See, I'm not as sensitive as you are either. I look at it from a different perspective. Like, Ja, no, I like I get like, hey, everybody wins when I win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get your crew under control, or you're gonna lose. Because mm-hmm. this is this is the third time. Mm-hmm. There's this incident. There's whatever happened on the court, and then there's that stupid stuff with your dad and John uh, and, and Shannon Sharp. You gotta dead this mm-hmm. like immediately because your team is already getting looked at funny, and you're getting looked at really bad. You're like the future of the league. You're the poster child. You got your new shoe coming out. You've got to dead this stuff because it's gonna become toxic, mm-hmm. and maybe not for you, maybe not for your people, but it will be for Nike. Mm. Mm. and any other potential Nike out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You're the one who can fix this. Yo, we still ride. We still do our thing. You don't do that. Nah. And I'll use the simple term that some of these people don't use. Fam, I'm at work. 
Yeah. It's cool that you're sitting courtside with your drink. But I'm at work. So you got to kill this. Got to. And, and like, let's just, you know. Kyrie Irving trade is official. It's official. All right. Good for Kyrie, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Not good because I don't there's the, there's no There's no, there's no, no Toronto Raptors. Yeah. yeah, there's no third team. There's no third man. Uh, well, we've got a third man. It's James Ham. <laughs> Who's the third man? Great. It, 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 is he the segue. third man? It is, is, it, 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 it is in fact. Uh, no, go ahead. But now I was just going to say, man, Ja, you, you, you can't. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And you're the only one that this keeps coming up with. And you, you gotta, you gotta dead all this. You said it perfectly. You're at work, all right. You're at yeah. work, and it takes nothing to be accountable for your part of it. Are there people lying on you? Maybe you don't have to be accountable for people who are lying on you, but you can be a, accountable for. This is my my dad who who stepped on the court and stepped to somebody. This is my brother who stepped on the court. And, and and look like they were walking towards uh, an NBA player. Mm-hmm. That that those are those are my responsibilities. And then once again, we talked about this with Marvin Bagley. What is that? You ain't got to curse these people out. You ain't got to embarrass them publicly or anything. But yes, you need to have a conversation and and lay the groundwork, lay the foundation to say like this is this isn't acceptable. Yeah. If you were still able to come in the arena, I still got course side tickets for you. This it's no big deal. But you can't do that. If you if you do that again, then I'm gonna have to take away your courtside tickets. Now, like you mentioned, it's not on you no more, Ja. Mm-hmm. The NBA has stepped in and said, you know what? We can't trust you to handle business. We'll take the courtside tickets away from this guy. We'll ban him from the arena because you can't do it. And Ja, you don't want. We said it specifically last week. You don't want the NBA or anybody else getting involved and starting to uh, make decisions for you because yep. they feel you can't do it, and they've already done it. You gotta, he and gotta you do still lacked accountability with your Yeah, tweet. no accountability. Everybody capping on you, Job. All right. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 